This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Before we take our seat this morning, let us read together 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and then verse 5. Amen. Pastor Joshua started something very powerful on Wednesday. That was a, a, a very, very powerful message. Glory to God. Or let's start from verse, let's start from 2. Or let's start from verse 1. Let's just read the first five verses and then we take our seats. Are we ready? Now I, Paul, beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am based among you, but being absent, I am bold towards you. Verse 2. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I'm present with the confidence wherewith I think to be bold against some, we think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. We walk in the flesh, but we do not walk after the flesh. Thoughts and actions and the realm of the spirits. We do not walk after the flesh. And the reason, we don't, verse 3, for the weapons of our warfare, we are weapons and they are for battle. They are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down strongholds, casting their imaginations, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought. Every thought, not only yours, every thought. Thoughts are powerful. Mm. Hallelujah. Thoughts are powerful. I think Psalm 139 verse 17. Bringing every thought to the obedience of Christ. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. How great is the sum of them. You can have your seat. God bless you. Hallelujah. There is a reason. This is the reason. Why the world bringing every thought to the obedience of Christ? He gave a very beautiful story on Wednesday. That I'm not a historian like himself, so I cannot go into... <laughs> I don't even know some of those names. And I don't need to know them. So, <laughs> but A very beautiful story on Wednesday. So let's, let me save myself from the agony of trying to go back into those stories. But the bottom line is this. I'm going to show you some things from the Bible. And again, they point out to the fact that why, they point to the fact that why you should pray. Thoughts. The Bible talks about capturing thoughts to the obedience of Christ. In other words, if those thoughts are not captured, they will not come to the obedience of Christ. The thoughts are out there to do their own thing. I want to show you, see, when Satan, so I showed you the part of God. In fact, Jeremiah 29. He said, I know the thought I think towards you. Thought of good and not of evil. So on the part of God, 
in the spirit realm. That's what I'm talking about. Thoughts, actions, and the spirit realm. In the spirit realm, it's like thoughts are, there is a broadcast going on. On the part of God, there are pressure thoughts. There are good thoughts being sown by God. Now, this is how it works. Satan also sows thoughts. When Satan wants to wreck havoc, or when God wants to bless, what they do in the realm of the spirit is that thoughts are released for mortal men to capture. Now, the Bible is saying that the other thoughts that are contrary to God's plan, they can be arrested. The way you bind evil spirit, you can arrest those thoughts and force them to obey Christ. Because normally, thoughts sown the other way are not supposed to obey Christ. Again, because we are going to journey into this for four Sundays, this is just the beginning. This is the reason why somebody will look at something, somebody and respond positively and look at someone else and respond negatively. Like I said briefly on Wednesday, even I have seen dogs watching somebody passing and not attacking the person. Then here comes the second person and then the dog becomes violent. Many of you understand what I'm saying. What are the things triggering all these things? They are the things that we are looking at. I will show you one example to start with. In the book of Esther, chapter 3. Esther 3, I think verse 6. I want to show you something there. Esther 3. The king just began to promote Mod uh, Amman. A man by the name Amman. Oh, man, I would say, I, I, I don't know whether this service or next service, we are going to spend a little time during the service to pray. We are talking about controlling vibes around you. I was um, looking at um, redemption camp on Friday. And this man I gave testimony was taken by terrorists, a senior officer in government. And I mean, 12 days. They said they were going to kill him, but then this headsman, they just changed their mind after 12 days and told him to go. What makes people to, what goes on in the spirit that reflects on that, that causes one to say, I feel like firing this person or I feel like favoring this person. Thoughts and interpretation. So in Pharaoh's uh, uh, time, Joseph was in the dungeon. The interesting thing about the butler and the chief baker they both dreamt the same night. They both offended the king and he fired the two of them. They were both put in the same prison. Too many similarities. The dreams that they both had showed three, three days. Three baskets, three cups, three, everything three. And Joseph looked at one. And he said that for reasons unknown, Pharaoh is going to restore you in three days. And you, the same night, you slept in the same prison, Pharaoh is going to kill you in three days. Pharaoh just woke up one morning and began to interpret. Maybe a thought will call to him that maybe you need the chief butler. Tell him to come back. Chief Baker, maybe I don't need him. Maybe I need to kill him. You will think in the natural, people are just making decisions until you begin to journey into the word of God and discover that thoughts and actions have been orchestrated and manipulated from another realm. In this passage, in Esther chapter 3, 
Just because the king promoted a man and he began to walk like this. Satan had always wanted to destroy the Jewish people. Adolf Hitler tried it. Now it's both all of them are trying it. Satan has always, it's always his plan. Now, oh well, I'm, so the thought was sown in the spirit. We are wiping up these people. Thoughts are being sown in the spirit against believers in Nigeria and other places. Thoughts will just come. And Satan needs one man in authority to capture the thoughts and try to execute if people don't pray. That's what I'm saying. Bringing every thought. A sufficient prayer is sent above. What happens is that thoughts are being arrested. So they cannot highlight on a person who has the capacity to carry them out. Are you getting what I'm saying? Then on the contrary, also when you pray, God allows thoughts. This thought also, believe me sincerely. If God said that his thoughts to us who are thoughts of good and not of evil, every time God is broadcasting thoughts of good, trying to sow it into the heart of men to lift you up, but something blocks the signal from time to time. And we are going to see that in the Bible. As you pray, as you cry in pain, Lord, I need help. Anytime a child will go cries for help, except Jesus is not correct. He has said that when you cry, we answer. So there is always an answer in form of a thought. But the person can also change his mind. If somebody gets what I'm saying. If you're going to understand what I'm saying fully, I have seen doctors making a mistake and costing people their life. Hope you know, they will not come out to tell you. What happens in medicine is that if a doctor is making a mistake too, maybe other doctors will tell you to go and sit down, but they will never disclose to the patient. So many of the people that did, when the doctors come and say he didn't make it, it's not everybody that died because we're not supposed to make it. In some cases, doctor made a mistake. Yeah. Somebody, one of the pastors told me a story. I know it's actually Pastor Money, because she, she actually witnessed this. When in usage, she went there for a reason and she wasn't really fine when she was in UI. And then she witnessed how the, the senior daughter was wrecking because of for the senior wreck. That don't you know, that don't you think, well, like, but I knew what I was doing when I told you to sew up that man. That you think I didn't see it? They operated the man for a while. And when they were through what they wanted to call, and then he just told the senior that saw him back and he walked away. And the senior had noticed that the guy also had the appendicitis or so, about to rupture or something like that. And inside, he decided to operate or say they've opened the guy already, so he removed it. By the time they were the guy, it was the guy, the guy died. So when he told the consultant that the boy, the consultant was angry, you did something, then it's told right there. After he left, he decided to remove. He said, Me that operated on the guy for like two hours. You think I did not see the appendicitis? He said, I told you to show him up because it was, we have exposed him enough. That let him be alive, live healthy life. I've decided it has not ruptured. We can still correct withdraw for a while till he will come back to the operation. He said, I, I opened it for two hours. I saw it there. So you think you know more than me. I said you should show up somebody. You went to start cutting something else. So in that case, a thought just occurred to that younger doctor. Your guy ignored this. You deal with it. And he killed the man. Are you getting what I'm saying? All accidents are caused by I need to overtake now. I can overtake. A thought will just occur. I'm come out, go, and then. It's a very powerful realm. When a man was promoted, then everybody in the town started standing up to greet him. 
and he got to the gate and he saw Mordecai. Mordecai has stood. Because Jews will not bow to anybody. People will bow to Haman. Mordecai just said, good afternoon, sir, and didn't bow. And the Bible says, Haman said, look at verse 5. It's very powerful. And when Haman saw Mordecai bow not, nor did him reverence, Haman was full of wrath. Look at the next verse. Thoughts. And he thought, scorned to lay hands on Mordecai alone. He said to himself, if I kill this guy alone, it's an insult. Who are his people? Like some people hate him, but who are his people? Now, if I kill this guy alone, it's too small a thing. I will waste his entire clan. That was what that man said. But it came as a thought. Who sold that thought? Why would one man, even if you were to deal one man that offended you, what would make a man did not greet you? And they thought that was not an ordinary thought. For a man not greeting you, you plan to kill his entire, like a, a Yoruba man not greet somebody that the person said, I should kill all Yorubas. And the Alman had the power to do so. And he made up his mind that the Bible said that a thought in his heart that if I kill this guy, it's too small. That thought just came. Because Satan had brought, he has sent that thought in the spirit realm against Jews that I need to destroy these people. I only need a man to capture the thoughts. Whatever is up there against you, against any one of us, as an individual, or as the body of Christ, or as a family, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every tongue that rises against you in judgment, every thought that is against you, we arrest them in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is why people are fired unjustly and they cannot say what they have done this is why promotion will come to some and elude some other people you are talking about thoughts of people by the time you finish presenting anything before a panel it is what they think that will make them accept you or not accept you men and brethren many times not even final it's not it doesn't end with what you have said it ends with how they interpret and what they come up with what they think about what you have said that's where they make up their mind. So this thought just came to Haman. And as you study, oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's look at, of course, you know the rest of the story. We'll come back to that, maybe not today. But I want us to read 1 Kings chapter, 2 Kings chapter 7. 2 Kings 7. Is somebody following what I'm saying? When we tell you to create an atmosphere, I'm going to say something to everybody. I love that we explain that. Create, let um, what it takes to reach you by the enemy. Let it be so deep. Create a lot of spiritual protocols around yourself. That before an enemy can reach you, that is even if you can't at all. As in layers upon layers of protocols around yourself. And I will, I will explain how we do that. Layers upon layers of protocols around yourself. Part of it is also, apart from our own prayer, we join others who pray. It's part of fortifying your protocols very well, what it takes to reach you. So it's like Asurok. It's not like places here where you just have security at the gates. When you are going to see the Mr. President of any nation, you are going to pass through many, many, many security checkpoints. One of them will get you. Many, 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 many. My friend, I went to Asurok some years back when President Obama was there, told me, 
I mean, he said, at a point, you start getting scared as well. And they set him up for what? Because at every point, you pass through security, pass through, pass through, pass through. And each one we do as if the other one has not checked you before. I have layers of protocols around you. Elisha said, hear ye the word of the Lord. You know, there was famine for a long time. Tomorrow, thus hear the Lord about this time, a measure of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Verse 4. Prophecy gone out. Oh, let's have verse 3. Did you see the prophecy? Now, famine had reached a point where they were eating themselves. Then Elijah released a word of the Lord, which represents the thoughts of your, your words are your thoughts spoken out, which represents the thoughts of the Lord. And the Bible says, as soon as he spoke in verse 1, look at verse 3. Just a few minutes after Elisha spoke, and there were four lepers at the entry gate, and they said one to another. A thought just occurred to one of them. So you know the story that the Syrians had come out, and they, in those days, farms were outside town. If enemies wanted to cut you off, if they were trying to attack your and you lock your gate, they would just stay outside. Nobody can come out. After some months, farming will kill everybody inside. Now, these four lepers had been there since. When Elisha spoke, as if from above, a thought entered the head of one of them. And he just suddenly said, okay, guys, we are here dying of hunger. He said, if we go to the city, there is famine there. We will die. He said, if we sit here, four of us will die also. We are hungry as well. He now said, if we go to the Syrians, who are enemies outside, they might just look at the fact that we are lepers. What can lepers do? I manage to give us food. And he said, should they not give us food and kill us? It's still equal to death. He said, so death in town, 100% certain. If we stay here, death, 100% certain. But Syrian, 50-50. Let's try. Only for them to get there and the Syrians have fled. But the question is, why in the, I, I don't know, maybe the family lasted like one year, six months. In those one year, six months, why didn't any leper think about this? It just never crossed their mind until Elisha spoke. Because thoughts originate from a realm. The story people just told on Wednesday that triggered the Second World War. Assassins were sent to kill somebody. So that I won't go through the agony of measuring them, sir. And the details. It touched me deeply. They failed in the attempt. The guy went to check those in his convoy that were killed in the hospital. Assassins were going back dejected to their town, took an unexpected road. They just decided to take that road without understanding why they decided to take that road. road. This man checked some of his convoy that died in the attack, that just escaped some hours ago, and decided to go back home through another route. And that was the route the assassins were taking. Not knowing what to go and say in their country, those who sent them because they missed their target. And they said, ah, is that not the guy we wasted time to kill coming? And this time around, they didn't miss him. See, in the spirit, death was written of that person. Even when he escaped it, they thought made him to go through where he would meet the death. What shows this more? I love football. I see it every now and then. Every now and then. Every now and then. I think it was 1994 when Nigeria lost to Italy. 
in this group stage of the World Cup, our first World Cup, that we were doing very well. I mean, moving to phase two. And I remember very well, 89 minutes, Nigeria was leading by 1 0. We're going to win the match. Go and watch the match. The ball that the defender received and played to throw him, he could have played it as so it was not under pressure. It's on that train, they carried through the ball. Somebody played to Bajo and placed at the neck, and that was it. I said to myself that even as a young boy, if they had, if that guy kicked that ball inside, instead of passing it, throwing it, on the train, changed the whole thing. And I've seen match upon match changing like that, turning points in the match. So what happened to that defender that says, go for him, kick it to throw it, or kick it out? A man can wake up one day and go out and attend a party or an evening event, and that event is what ends his marriage. That's where he meets a lady through a friend, and his life will never remain the same again. He might have been at home all day, Lord. He thought just because I go and visit so so person, and then that is it. Are you following me? So on the part of Amen, that was a negative one. On the part of Elijah, Elisha, that was a positive one. But just to show that there are things triggering. Of course, I'm not talking about talk whether you want to wear, but even though those ones who can actually grow and accumulate into something beyond expectation. Yeah. My friend was going to the airport one day. The first I was going to get American visa when we were in school many years ago. And he decided this tie, this tie, this tie. He said this one. And he put it on. And when he got to the embassy, before the guy asked him any question, the white guy just said, I like your tie. He said it three times. I like your tie. I like your tie. He said, don't bother to answer anything. Come and, come and pick your visa in two days. Tie. There is a tie you can wear. It's anger. The person will just hate you for your tie. Maybe you will remind him of one guy that wore the tie and stole something in his office. Or somebody. You know, I told them, well, there's something very deep. Very story that a boss was victimizing somebody because the person looked like he felt the person was related to somebody that he hated because of the name. After years of tormenting this man in the place, he found out that the person was not related. He was with his friend, this MD, in a clubhouse somewhere one day. When they were talking about it, he was talking about how much he hated the guy. Only for that person, I know the boy. Now, that I know they are not related, though. That they are. And the guy started feeling bad. He said, but I've been dealing with him he said, making him miserable in that company because I felt he was close to mistaken identity. A thought. He didn't ask anybody. He just assumed that this guy is connected to that guy and I will make him pay for what that guy did. How precious are God's thoughts towards you? But by the time you don't see those precious thoughts coming to pass, something is wrong somewhere. I went this way. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. Is somebody getting something today? Paul said one of our weapons is to arrest every thought to the obedience of Christ. That means there is a way we pray. And we are going to get that message that we pray that everything around you is like there is a sword in the spirit. It destroys any negative thoughts being sown and it opposes the positive one. Yes, there is a form you can assume in the spirit that you tr the positive ones are being empowered and the negative ones are being terminated. 
Lift up your right hand wherever you are and say in the name of Jesus Christ. Every thought that God has put in people's hearts, thoughts of good or blessings that are yet to manifest. Now, loudly command them to manifest. I'm talking to somebody watching me right now. You need to pray this way. Many good things are released in the spirit. Paul said, God, many said, and the faithful grandfather said, but there are many adversaries. Many adversaries. In Jesus' name. You know, when I think about the account of those who died in that uh, Lagos State bus, I don't know details, but somebody told me that driver just felt like we could quickly go before the train. Errors of judgment like that, creating problems for people, errors of judgment. And there are some people, when they go into those errors, it does not affect them alone. Because of position that they occupy, it affects a whole lot of people. This is why forces of darkness, they love leadership position. Because it is the best way to execute their will over people. So get the wrong person to be a president, a nation can suffer forever. And Satan likes it that way. He likes it that way. Is that not the bane of men? Is that not the issue with many African countries? Including the one we don't want to mention the name. He likes a wrong person to get in. Because that's where a lot of people will suffer. They are not part of it, but they will suffer. Because so much authority is in, in when it comes to leadership, God does not joke with it. So when election is happening anywhere in the world, force of darkness don't rest. Anywhere in the world. Either they want a man with a policy that is totally anti-God or the one that will put people in penury, that they will suffer. And for many parts of the world, wicked people win election more than good people. Yes. Do you really think it's normal for a man to start 50 billion somewhere? And every day he's driving by and he's seeing people in the neighborhood dying. One billion out of that money will rescue everybody. But he will prefer to watch it there. Rots than normal human beings are not that wicked. People that have been enhanced by spirits to be that wicked. When I read ex-African leaders, sometimes you can't but sit down and cry. Somebody will sit over a trailer. They will build the house to store trailers. And he's driving past people dying. Hospital, no, no, no syringe, no nothing. If he takes just one bill out of that money, it doesn't show out of his money. But he will not do it. And he will drive past people dying. And he will go back home and sleep. That is not a normal human being anymore. Somebody keeps in a room, a man that can repair, he will just do the road at the front of your house. No. It's okay with people suffering, seeing them suffering. He only pulls it out to give those that he wants to use to do something. But every other person suffers till the end. It doesn't have, I mean, normal human beings are not that wicked. When you know that, okay, okay, this is 330 billion naira. 
Even if I remove the tax, I say I'm 300 billion era that I cannot spend my children in their lifetime. But somebody will keep it. Go and read ex-African president and see what I mean. The madness in people's hearts. Yeah. Some of them, when they nearly killed them or incurable disease was killing them, they were still keeping that money. Spirit of greed at its highest manifestation. Are you with me? Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says. I exalt. Paul said that prayer that will be delivered from wicked and unreasonable men. That word unreasonable is very strong. Paul, even in time of purpose, to understood that some men, people can get to where they are unreasonable. When you look at what they are doing, there's no sense in it. Unreasonable men. Unreasonable men. Hallelujah. Paul had to pray that they should be delivered. Because they can go for anybody. Unreasonable, unreasonable men. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I remember when I was growing up, a man that was beating his wife, pulled her down, knocked her head against the wall, and told her firstborn to come and slap the mom. Now, that was a very bad boy in the school. But he still had the nose to the father. He just said, Dad, that, and then he walked out of the house and just left the house. That's the first one. He said, Come and slap your mom. Pull the woman and said, Come and slap you. To humiliate. So, unreasonable attitude. And then someone like, like a professor. Unreasonable attitude. Satan gets people to that point and just start doing things that are not reasonable. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's go back to that first, uh, second Timothy 2, 2, 1. And I'll end with that. Is somebody blessed today? Yes, this is why, see, when, I, when I've said, uh, I preach a message for service upon a different message, a man after God's hands. Let's leave the elementary Christianity. These last days is a very tough time. It's a very tough time. Wake up and be spiritual. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for Amen. governors, presidents, senators, Anyone whose decision will affect you, you better pray for them. Not only whether you like them or you don't like them. It's not the issue right now. There is an enemy that can sow a thought. The worst you can do to a governor who takes all the money of the state and spends it. Maybe you'll send him to jail. But that does not recover your state back. I get what I'm saying. You are a child there. Or a young woman or man, pray for your parents. I have seen parents stop people from marrying the person they love in the name of tribalism. And they stop them. Even they can't stop some people like us. But they stop them. And the lady finally married someone she didn't like. The marriage was already dead on arrival. She told her friend two days into the marriage, I don't like him. He said, I, she said, I didn't like him before we married. Now that I stay with him, I don't even like him at all. She was talking about her husband. He's not like a fool. 
He said, anytime he touches me, I just, he said, it's like, it's like the guy wears, what do you call it? Tons. Two days, our friend came, two days after, they were, they were in the man, she was telling her friend. That one came to town, so on phone, she was telling her friend. I just went down now. That is, he said, this is with pain. That was what they made her, they just killed that girl. The parents. She brought the one they love her. It's wrong from her time. It's, uh, this one, this one, that one. And then that is it. Authority. Anybody whose decision can affect you. I witnessed between boys selling electronics and people doing something in Abelkut at one time. There are two guys who are from the East. And these other guys are from uh, Yoruba land or something. And there was... They, they, maybe something happened that why the plumber was doing something, destroyed the TV of that guy. So you have to fix my TV. And it became a fight. And the guys, the two of them, the two bosses fighting, they are uh, people working, learning apprenticeship under them, were the ones defending the two. And one killed another. Because government came, they lock up the two shops and everything. But you see, the boss went to a fight. You must support your boss, and they died in the course of that. That was why Paul said that prayer be made for all men. Look at the results in verse 2 that when we do this. He said for kings and those and authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life. In other words, Paul said that it's not up to you alone to live a peaceable life. Pray for these guys. Otherwise, they will create tension. You will not be able to live a peaceable life. Are you with me? But beyond praying for people in authority, what to learn from there is that prayer is what goes up that regulates the thoughts in the spirit, causing people to live a peaceable life or not. Actions are triggered from a place. We will get into this later. You know, I've told you, I like to tell you Bible stories a lot. I will just end with this, so even though we are going to go back to read it ourselves. But let me end this way. It's a sweet story that I've told about two or three times in this church before. Thoughts. You know what killed that man eventually? The king thought. As he was doing all those things, he did not know that Esther and Mordecai that he wanted, he wanted to keep were from the same place. And Esther coded it. And one Esther invited him for a party. You know, the shame started on that day. I saw the part that Peter read in that. It's powerful. When, Monica, when Amman finished all his plans, the book of Esther is one book you should read. It's a very interesting book. And it's the only book in the Bible where the name of God does not appear. You will not see God, that word God, all through the book of Esther, from chapter 1 to the end. There's no God. God decided to stay at the back of the scene to act. There's no other book in the Bible that you will not see. Hebrews 1, God has sundry times. This one, Gojema and God said, but in the book of Esther, the name God was not mentioned at all in the old chapter. You won't find it there. Theologians told me, I've checked a little, maybe I will check more, because I've not fully checked myself, but I read it many years ago, but the part I've checked, I saw that they were correct so far, but maybe there can be a part that God can just appear somewhere. So you say that because of Christ, somebody is on Facebook, they will now go and search. Hey, hey, look at it! <laughs> you know, I love what Michael Rocco said, I was telling him about something, I was just sharing yesterday. He was talking to, he preached message. somebody was attacked on Facebook, and the apostle put layers of layers of layers of scriptures, and he told the guy that 
If you truly knew and you believe those scriptures, your level will not be at Facebook comments. Nobody knows your impact in the world. The only way you make sense is for somebody to post for you to appear. And he told me, I'm going to check your post. Only one like. Anytime you post, one like. So you come to other people's posts and be quoting scriptures. If you are that mighty in scripture, your anointing would have, it would have gone beyond comment, comment brother. We are many of them. Any, anytime they see a post that is popular, they push their head and start talking. They want to show knowledge. Go, what I do, I, I've been doing that for years. Go to their wall first and check them. When they write any posts, one like. <laughs> I almost even that one, I said they will put it like that, like a trophy. Because nobody, I've answered a guy like that before. God saw him, but the Bible said that do not answer a fool. And Solomon thought about that. You know, some fool should be answered. Then he said, answer a fool according to his folly, so that he will not be foolish again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I've told one guy before like that. I can be a little tough at times, just once in a while. <laughs> Also, I said, I just checked your word now. Your last 13 posts, the highest you had two likes. I said, and, and it was my junior in UI. I said, you were in a fellowship in UI. You are brethren, I told you, are brothers and sisters. None of them believes in you enough to even click like on your post. And you are talking. That I tell I learned that you are even mine. Not even your wife is clicking like on your post. And you are coming and you are talking. Yes. He never returned again. I just, I was just like, I did abuse. I just called his attention to a few things. That just look at, just look at a few things. He first of all put a comment. I explained to you why I posted what I posted. Every other person was clicking like and commenting. And then he came again. A show of knowledge. Are you now saying it? And he was just saying this. And I took three steps to explain to you that this is what we are saying. Then he came again. I, 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 I just said that. Oh boy, I just check your word. You are trying to be popular. But not on my, I won't give you that chance. And after saying that last comment that I said, not even your wife, I just deleted him and blocked him. But that's what you do. Thank God for block button. It's a very useful button. Very useful button. You know, that's the way so people make sense out of life. What does not concern you, just jump there. Even if you want to comment on somebody, anybody, we don't run, I don't even believe in. Uh, as a pastor, nobody can challenge you. No, I don't be. If you come and ask questions, if you see things differently from the way, we can talk. And at the end, I can even say that, oh, I got your point, but this is where I see it. Thank God for the way you have seen it. If you raise, right, if you raise reasonable points. But when you want to insult and argue, or what does not even concern you, somebody makes a post, you will take one minute out of a message of one hour, 20 minutes, and do your own sermon on that one minute, and start trying to popularize yourself. Say, I'm saying... Check about man's message and check some comment box. And so what these people just come and you just want to. If you know what you are saying, you come and preach the message and let us also listen to what you have to say. But you see, you are, you are a parasite. You are living on a popular person to make your post popular. Yes. It doesn't work like that. Hallelujah. Are you with me? That guy almost made me to forget what I was saying. <laughs> I want to end with how Abad eventually died. Oh, Lord. Thoughts. Thoughts. Okay, because I mentioned that the book of Esther does not carry the name God. Yes, I heard it from Pastor Baker in the first time. I checked myself. But maybe it depends on the translation, but I think it's correct. I don't know. I've not 
search with the view of, let me see whether the name God is there. But I also checked commentary and somebody wrote the same thing that there's no God mentioned there. I don't know whether when I start asking them to pray, did they mention God? I don't know. Has anybody found God there? Okay. I believe, see, somebody's doing research now just to prove a point. Is that, <laughs> don't, don't, don't pop out your eyes. <laughs> Trying to be critical. <laughs> see, critical spirit is a very demonic spirit. It's a terrible. You give yourself a job that nobody has given to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyway, let's end. Eventually, if you read. So, did they Anna announced herself? Mordecai was shocked. Sorry, Amma was shocked. The first thing, where the part that Peter brought her, this is powerful. As Amma was ready to go and pay money, he must pay to the treasury of the king to destroy all the Jews. But the Jews fasted for three days. Men and brethren, pray. See, the days we are in, prayerless Christians will not survive. And not prayer of all, and I am telling you, men and brethren, pray. Pray in tongues. Pray regularly. You need it. You need it. Pray. Men are no more reasonable. Wives, pray. 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 Women are now funny. Men, pray. Children have been attacked by everything on their tab on everything. What you think you have blocked them from watching? They are watching from another source. Men and brethren, pray. The days are evil. I am telling you. Now, we can't see Advert again now without nude picture. Men and brethren, pray, pray, pray. All TikTok, or all kinds of talk on social media now. Sex is now a loose thing. Now, there are many women now who do program describing sex. How many of you know the person? I was sure when I, I've seen about four or five. I don't follow for long, but I, I try to listen to one. Ah, There's a woman talking like this, and people are calling in and calling in. The world has become something else. Men and brethren, pray. Pray. You saw the worship of Baal. Men and brethren pray. The word is going. So all this, if you are still doing one leg in one leg out Christianity, I am warning you. The days we are in, they are evil days. The days are upon us. But the darker it is out there, the more brilliantly we shine. For they that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. It does not end with Satan. It ends with us. Jesus mentioned the end time event, Matthew chapter 24. But the end was not the Antichrist, was not the earthquake. He said, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all nations, then the end shall come. So we are the end. Jehovah has the final say. That's the end. That's why we are not afraid, but we must be prepared. We must be prepared. At the end of the day. Oh, Lord Jesus. Anna told them to pray, they prayed, and God turned it around. As Ammon had told the king that there is a people, because the king elevated him to the best, and you know that thoughts at times are sown through words. Satan made sure that he was, Satan was influencing Ammon's thought directly, and he made the king to make Anna, the king to make Ammon his right hand man, so that any thought that Satan sows to Ammon, Ammon will sow it to the king. And this is happening. We will get to homes and marriages and all of a sudden, this is why some of you women, you will not need to get angry with your mother-in-law, just need to pray. When you pray, God will create the distance. Or she will be at peace with you. After the Bible says, when a man's way pleases the Lord, 
She might truly be a troublemaker. When it comes to your matter, she will just say, I just like her. How do you deal with that? How do you stay under that MD? The MD is mad to everybody, but say, when it comes to you, I get what I'm saying. Prayer. So a man had told the king that, sir, there is a people in this kingdom. I said they are, their laws are different. There are problems for everybody. And the king said, really? Because the king was sitting over 120 countries. He was the president of president. So he didn't know each country. He conquered the entire world. So he needed somebody. People don't have people in authority. People talk to them. And they don't have time. People in authority don't buy fuel. <laughs> See, many times, I think it was Abraham Lincoln, and I think Bill Clinton did the same thing. After the parliament, the people in authority, when they have left, the senators, it will ask the cleaner in White House, I come. You guys live among the people. You are the people. The lawmakers are saying this. What do you think? And those ones will tell him the real truth. Now, get out there. Our senators have stabbed. In America, all the senators are big. They might not be like, oh, boy, see, it's a big boy position. So they will say, like, look, no, common people don't see it this way, Sal. This is what we are suffering, actually, in public school. And the following morning, Clinton will change it. He will just say that this is what I mean. Abraham Lincoln started it. When the big boys have gone, they will call a cleaner and say, come, come, call them to the office. That we're about to make this law. What do you, how will it affect you guys on the streets? And those who will tell him the truth that they will need that. Ah, they will say, Mr. President, that this is, ah, no, 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 that is not so. Yes. Are you he hearing what I'm saying? Our man was the man. And he told the king, and the king said, really, I don't know the people, I don't know what you're saying, but if it's coming from you, I give authorization. He said, pay those who execute the job. And the day our man was coming to say, sir, today is the day. Just make a decree and they start killing all the Jews. Overnight. Thought to, God will disturb people's thoughts for your sake. Oh. It's called divine interruption of thoughts. The king could not sleep. And like Peter was saying on Wednesday, the king couldn't sleep. Why didn't he say, give me Valium? Why didn't he say, I want to watch film? You know what he said? He said, go and be record books. And be reading to me. He was lying there. He said, I can't sleep. He said, so what do I do? Why did his thoughts go to the father record books? Somebody was directing the thoughts. As they brought the record book out, he said, read. He said, I want to know the history of this thing. What they said, what has happened before? And the scribe started saying that, number one, okay, on the 5th of October, 10 years ago, he said, no, I'm not telling that one. On the 5th of October, 8 years ago, I'm not telling that one. He said, sir, do you know that some people wanted to kill you one time? And a man by the name of the... He said, read that one. He said that, sir, on your day of coronation, two guys came in with dagger. It was that guy at the gate that saw them. Then the king said, so what did they do to Mordecai for doing that? They said, nothing. He said, you mean you were all carried away with my party and nobody honored the guy who saved my life? He said, to, he said, okay, no problem. It was, that was the prevailing thoughts when Aman came. Before Aman said anything, your excellency, the king just said, hey, Aman, I thought about something overnight. If I want to honor a man, how can I honor the man? Ah, the Bible says, Aman thought that, go, go. Who, who else will the king honor except me? So he, he, he itemized those things very well. He said, a horse that you have read, only you have sat upon the horse. Then the garment that you have worn, that you have said your majesty to, so let them, so then choose your most respected servant to lead the horse. And they put the man you want to honor. Uh, he said, you are my most respected servant. So you take the horse, take the clothes, and wait for Mordecai. The man died. 
And he said, be ringing the bell and be saying around town, this is the man that the king wants to honor. Ah, if I was Mordecai, we'll go to the house of his girlfriend. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's go this way. <laughs> and he said, this is the man. And he kept saying it. He kept saying it. When he was, remember, he covered his face and he went to his house. He had a very bad wife. Or should I say a truth speaker? Those are women, they are blunt. They will tell you the truth. As he was crying out, he said, you know what my eyes saw today? The idiot I wanted to kill, I was the one taking him around to celebrate him. And the wife told her, ah. He said, if Mordecai is a Jew, before whom you have started falling, you shall fall. He said, this is just the, what a wife. And as we were talking, the king's guys came. So, oh yeah, they are calling you in palace again. Why? The queen said I should be at the banquet. Now, this time around, fear was already coming in. He now knew that there is a person called Most High. I had that. But the guy was, Amma was now beginning to say that there is something going on. So when he got to the palace, now he was careful this time around. No, no, I said, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. And the king didn't even know. The king didn't know that he hated Mordecai. So the king didn't know this one. Then he says, sir, sit down. Then the queen says, sir, I and my people will be sold and somebody wants to annihilate us in this kingdom. King said, who will dare such a place? He said, this wicked man that you call your friend. As events will have it. When the king heard that, he just got angry and said, and stood that he got up and stood at the balcony in anger, just watching. Why did he do that? Why not so okay? Let them arrest this guy for a while. As he did, the Bible says, A man saw that evil was determined against him. He just he said, Madam Ejo, I know if that guy comes back, he might be, a, and he put his hand here. And at that time, the king turned back and said, Oh, you even want to rape? The Bible said the king thought that he wanted to rape a thought. And he shouted, he will even rape the queen even in my palace. And I'm before the word left his mouth, some servant just came and covered the guy's face. I'm sure those ones, he must have offended them before. <laughs> covered his face. And one of them said, excuse me, sir. At the back of his house, there are gallows there. He was planning to hang Mordecai there. The king said, go and hang him there. Let's rise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.